Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Greetings, good people. You're back where it's at and tuned in to the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm grateful to be your host with the most of trending news, hot topics, interviews, new music, and much more. Today is November 13th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates. The incredible comedian, actress, and talk show host, Whoopi Goldberg, as well as talk show host Jimmy Kimmel. Today in history, the first black elected to the American College of Surgeons was Dr. Daniel Hale Williams, who was also the first person to perform open heart surgery. Also on this date in history in 1940, the Supreme Court ruled in Hansberry versus Lee that whites cannot bar African-Americans from white neighborhoods. Today on the national calendar is World Kindness Day, and you are encouraged to be intentional about performing acts of kindness on this day and every day. The theme this month is Attitude of Gratitude, and the focus is adopting the spirit of gratitude as a way of life. Starting today, I hope you join me in sharing one thing you are grateful for each day. Feel free to share on any of my social media outlets. Today, I will start with saying that I am grateful that I have the opportunity to serve. I have been gifted with a heart that makes me want to serve others, and I'm fortunate to have multiple and various opportunities to live out this mission. Remember, this is day one of 10 days of an attitude of gratitude. I look forward to our engagement over the next 10 days as we are intentional about being thankful for our many, many blessings. For today's happy highlight, I want to share a story about Brennan Jones, who made the news last year when he started giving haircuts to the homeless on the streets of Philadelphia. As he continues to perform this act of kindness, he touched the heart of a complete stranger, Sean Johnson. Mr. Johnson gave Brennan a fully renovated barbershop. Brennan said that Johnson said, hey, listen, I've got a building I want you to come and check out. Then he asked Brennan if he liked the place. Brennan said, yeah. And then Johnson tossed him the keys and said, it's yours. Originally, Johnson was thinking of expanding his own barbershop until he met Brennan. The shop will open next month and we'll have days set aside exclusively to serve the homeless. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we check out new music from my friend and rising Nashville recording artist, Damien Horn. on my back and I'm tied up where he's at he goes everywhere I go everywhere I go see this monkey on my back won't cut me any slack he thinks he's in control Ooh, 
still yawning more out of bed Let me introduce you to my funny little friend Who's laughing and grinning, he's always scheming to get under my skin But I cannot let him win Here he goes again Climbs upon my back and puts his arms around my neck Only God knows what's coming next There's a monkey on my back and I'm tied up where he's at He goes everywhere I go, everywhere I go See this monkey on my back, won't cut me any slack He thinks he's in control But I didn't get far as he whispered in my ear Look in your rearview mirror At the shorty over there Whose high heels and high fashion got me with blast and roll Time for ADD Just my luck I didn't see Bright lights in front of me So he climbs up on my back Puts his arms around my neck Tries to come for me On my back And I'm tired of where he's at He goes everywhere I go Everywhere I go See this monkey on my back Won't cut me any slack He thinks he's in control Blame it on the goose that's got you feeling loose Blame it on the throne that's got you in the zone Blame it on the I-I-I-I-I-Alcohol The I-I-I-I-I-Alcohol Blame it on the vodka, blame it on the henny Blame it on the hotel, got you feeling tipsy Blame it on the I-I-I-I-I-Alcohol But I don't really drink it all so I could blame it on Stacy Or blame it on Tracy I am happy to announce that I had a submission this week for T's Top Teens. Ayana Amari Albright is 14 and is a native of Knoxville, Tennessee. She is a freshman at LNN STEM Academy with a 3.625 GPA. She is a local gymnast and has been on the tumbling and trampoline team at Premier Athletics Knoxville North since 2009. Since joining the team, Ayana has competed in local, regional, and national competitions, and she is a member of USA Gymnastics. Currently, Ayana is junior elite in power tumbling and level 10 on the trampoline. On September 8th, the USA Gymnastics Selection Committee selected Ayana to represent the USA Tumbling and Trampoline Team for the 2017 World Age Group Competition. She will be competing actually this week in Sofia, Bulgaria. Ayana also is an active in her community and she attends Mount Olive Baptist Church 
where she serves as a youth usher, is a member of the Living in Truth Youth Choir, serves on the Welcome Committee, as well as attending Sunday morning and Wednesday night church school. She takes advantage of college and career readiness programs as she prepares for her future. She is an avid reader, a conservationist, and has a heart who encourages others around her to recycle, reduce, and reuse whenever possible. I would ask you to help me congratulate and celebrate Ayana Amari Albright and extend best wishes as she competes this week on the tumbling and trampoline team for the 2017 World Age Group Competition in Sofia, Bulgaria. To find out more about this extraordinary T's Top Team, please visit www.talkingwitht.com and click on the tab that says T's Top Teens. Let's check out our Monday Minute Quick Bits. USA Today reported that Tennessee ranks as America's third fattest state. An ex-Knox County teacher, Brian Patton, was arrested and sentenced to over 10 years in prison after he pled guilty when over 2,000 child porn images were found on his computer. It was all the buzz in Knoxville Sunday as UT Vols football head coach Butch Jones was fired. Essence reported that a mom in Florida allegedly killed her four-year-old daughter for talking back and then tossed her body in the trash. This is outrageously insane, and I can't even fathom how a mother could do this. But again, child abuse is real, and we can't look away. Discipline and punishment is different than abuse, and I urge you to know the difference and report it if you see it. Students in Sewell, New Jersey, have been reprimanded for wearing Confederate flag shirts and telling black kids to go back to Africa during Spirit Week at their high school. Sadly, this seems to be an increasingly common occurrence. Seven people were injured in a nightclub shooting in Gary, Indiana. Four males and three females were injured in the Dirty Jazz and Blues Club. Last Tuesday, Andrea Jenkins became the first openly transgender African-American to be elected to public office in the U.S. She won a seat on the Minneapolis City Council. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're tuned in to Talking With T. Well, all right, it's now time to review our trending news. And today I have with me our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. And we'll cover today's stories as I believe that our dear Professor Jay might still be celebrating as he recently completed his doctorate. And so I guess now we'll be calling him the ever so knowledgeable Dr. Professor Jay. But we do want to congratulate him on that accomplishment. Yes, we do. but. Dr. J, don't get all bad and bougie on us, though. Remember where you came from. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's see. My first story is about a New York mother who's been awarded $750,000 as a settlement for the 2014 death of her daughter who committed suicide after being accused of cheating on a practice test. Her daughter went to the Hudson River and gave her belongings along with a note she had written on her chest to a stranger before going into the water. 
The note said, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? This is not me. I'm losing my hard-earned credibility for some meaningless quiz. I'm better than this. This is beyond stupid, she wrote. On the back of the paper, she added, I just want to go away forever on the bottom of the river. So the lawsuit, which was filed by her mother, Miss Adiogi, stated that the teacher publicly shamed and humiliated the teen and the school staff didn't follow protocol as they should have as it relates to a student with suicidal thoughts. So although the staff read the note, they did not keep her from leaving the school grounds. They were also aware of her previous attempted suicide and other mental health struggles. My question is this. So was the school responsible? And what is the lesson here? That's kind of, I don't know, are they going to start charging, making all the schools pay for um, kids that leave school and commit suicide? Some kids just can't take it. They should not have let her leave the school with her saying that. That's the that right. was the first mistake among among many. Well, and then the fact that she had a previous attempt as well. Maybe they should have taken extra precautions. And I know in the schools we are obligated to report certain things. And so if the school has certain protocols or procedures in place to deal with a suicidal teen, and they don't live up to those, then I guess in some sense they can be found responsible. Actually, obviously, they were found responsible in this case. But And so the lesson learned, obviously, is not to discount uh, teenagers when they say they're suicidal. You know, often maybe they're just wanting attention or they may be feeling bad at the moment, but you never know when that time will be. So I guess we need to take it serious all the time. Yeah, each each threat should be taken, you know, serious. Yeah. Well, obviously trending these days are accusations of sexual misconduct, sexual assault, and the rape culture that has been front and center as more and more women step forward to publicly share their stories and name those that have committed sexual assault. It kind of kicked off, if you remember, with the case against Harvey Weinstein. And it really hadn't been that long ago, but more and more men have been accused, including Brett Ratner, James Toback, Louis C.K., Jeremy Piven, Oliver Stone, and Kevin Spacey. In fact, I read that 15 men have come forward and accused Kevin Spacey of sexual misconduct. Spacey has checked himself into a treatment center, so I don't know if this is to avoid the press or the public, but he's acknowledging that he has some issues, I guess. And he's lost um, his series House of Cards on Netflix. They just took that off. They're going to try the. I guess they said they're going to maybe come back and try to kill off the character, his character, but he tried to justify everything with, him uh, being gay or something. I'm thinking that has nothing to do with what you did. Right. I think he did receive some backlash on that because as he was confronted with this story, he took that time to announce that he was gay. And so people thought maybe he was trying to deflect what had happened or this accused assault by making that announcement. That did not go well at all. So this type of conduct, or rather misconduct, it's prevalent in Hollywood, it seems, but we also know that women from all walks of life 
experienced forms of sexual assaults and such. The Me Too movement has encouraged women to speak up and out against their abusers. This past Sunday, several hundred survivors of sexual harassment and assault marched in Hollywood to bring even more attention to the issue. Then I read that, and this is, I guess, connected, where flyers were put up around the campuses of Morehouse and Spelman that actually identified the names of people who have been accused of rape and sexual assault but face little or no penalty. So the signs read, no more secrets or Morehouse Protects Rapists, or Spelman Protects Rapists. And it appears that the colleges have been accused of suppressing charges of rape. So although sexual assaults most often happen against women, I also saw in an article where actor Terry Crews has filed a police report against a Hollywood executive claiming he was sexually assaulted at a party. Yeah, the Hollywood executive went up and grabbed his crotch, you know, while he was with his wife. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah, while he was with his wife. And I would have thought that he would have knocked the man straight out. You know, but he didn't he didn't uh, say anything about it. And then here come not to make light on the situation, but here comes there's McCrary, what is his name? McCray from uh, Family Matters, uh, Eddie Winslow. Uh-huh. Coming out talking about somebody touched him or something, but I'm but this was this was his words. But I'm not gonna say who it was because I'm not thirsty. And I'm thinking, hey, really, you're doing something. really, they, 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 <laughs> I was like, Lord, if you had you had to see the video because he was just wild out. I was thinking, Eddie, you shouldn't even say that. Just go on somewhere. No, because that's almost discounting the fact. That, I mean, it's serious and. It's kind of discounting the fact that when women come forward that they're doing it for attention, and that's not it at all, I don't believe. The only attention is to let men know that this is not acceptable, or anyone who's committing this act, I guess men or women or whoever, but it's not acceptable. So, yeah, we just going to write him on off. And what, mm-hmm. who was it again? Eddie Winslow from Family Matters. <laughs> okay. Well, all right, I guess. And so moving on, and we don't have Jay here to share our political news, but we always have something every week. And this week I just want to share on his behalf that Trump continues his playground behavior when he snapped back at North Korean Kim Jong-un, calling him short and fat. And I'm thinking, now, is that presidential to be named Colin? No, when I first saw it on Twitter, I thought it was a fake account. You know, then I saw people retweeting it, and I was thinking, this can't be real life. This is not Jay's president that is saying all this. (laughs) You know, this is the president of the United States, and he actually called this man short and fat. But I just want to say this, uh, North Korea, we have nothing to do with Trump. That's him. Get him if you want to get somebody, but we have nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, uh, do we have anything for today's Crazy Chronicles? Yes, we do. We have a real crazy story, and it's kind of sad, too. This Illinois okay. woman by the name of Jamie Jones, she's 29, she's been mm-hmm. charged with concealment of a homicide and the death of her son, Carl Rice Jr. He was six years old. The crazy mm-hmm. thing is that 
she actually got on the train uh-huh. with his dead body and what? caught the train all the way to Chicago. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How, okay. I'm sorry. I know I'm a little bit at a loss for words. She got on a train, like with people, a public train? A public train. Evidently, Carl Jr. was injured by her before he fell asleep on June 30th. They've been investigating this for four or five months. They just charged her. Okay. Okay. She evidently abused him before he went to sleep on June 30th, and between June 30th and July 1st, he, he died. And she knew he was dead, so... She decides she's going to get on the train with him and her nine-year-old daughter and go to her parents' home in Chicago. So she gets on the train. Props with him up. But he's already dead. He's already dead. Props him up in the in the seat. You know, looks like he's asleep with his backpack or whatever. After the train stopped, she got off, put him over her shoulders like he was like he was asleep. And then she got in the car with her father. So when they got to the home, family members are like, you know, is he still asleep? You know, they realize he's not breathing, so they call paramedics. And they determined that he died. And, in fact, he's been dead for days. And wow. so after a full-month investigation, she was arrested um, last Saturday on a warrant. And she's been held murder charges with a $3 million bond. So she, they said he had trauma from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Just mm. trauma all in his body. Brain bleeding, just awful. And she... Just carried him around like he was alive. Something evidently is going on mentally with her. Cause that just, no, no normal sane person could do that. Right. I mean, it's bad enough to think about the fact you would. And so essentially what you're saying is she beat her child to death. So that's yeah, insane already. But then right. they carry the corpse of the child on a train. Prop him up with a backpack like he sleep. Like, how do you ride? I I don't know. I I have nothing. It's just crazy, like you say. Yeah, that that, that now that's crazy, crazy for real. So they took the nine year old from her, which I'm glad they did because there's no telling what she would have done done to her. I mean, mm. now she's gonna be traumatized because that's just that's crazy. Yeah. Well. I got a story I want to share about a guy who was shopping at Walmart. And he went to pick up a watermelon. And then his foot got stuck in the pallet, which was under the watermelon display. I'm sitting here trying to visualize this incident. So his foot stuck in the pallet. And this made him fall, in which when he fell, he shattered his hip. And that sounds very painful. I just, the thought of it, when they say shattered hip. But I'm thinking he might be feeling better because the Alabama jury just awarded the Army veteran, this is retired Sergeant Henry Walker, $7.5 million for his injuries. What time Walmart's closed on this side of town? (laughs) That's just kind of real real craving for some watermelon. I mean, I, I sympathize. I, I don't know about a hip injury, and I hope I never have to experience that. But I'm thinking seven and a half million dollars. It might be. I don't know. My twerking days are over, but I think I will live. <laughs> okay. Well, my last story today is from our stupid criminal file. 
where a man appeared in Colorado court on a drug charge, and he took his hat off, and a pack of cocaine dropped out. And I'm thinking, he must have been <laughs> used it before he got to court, because that made no sense. How can you go to court on a drug charge and have the drugs hidden in your hat? Yeah, he evidently was smoking that before he got up in there. He had to be doing something. Or maybe he had to, maybe he wanted to go to jail and just wanted to make sure they had enough evidence to put him away for good. (laughs) I can't think of anything else. Yeah, he's just trying to stay in there or something because that that is the dumbest. That's probably one of the dumbest ones that we've reported. It's close to it. I don't know. I'd have to go back and think because we. We've had some some more, but yeah, he he's ranking somewhere at the top of the list. He's up there. <laughs> yeah, he's up there. Well, I guess that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And hopefully, the doctor bad and bougie will be back, and he can say it. <laughs> All right. <now. laughs> for those in the Knoxville, Tennessee listening area. The McClung Museum is featuring Bob Booker today and his book, Knoxville Urban Renewal, The Rest of the Story, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. On Tuesday, November 14th, there will be a meeting to discuss school rezoning at 6 o'clock p.m. at Green Magnet Elementary School. And Saturday, November 18th, from 3 to 9 p.m., Brown Bag is sponsoring a space tournament at 3814 Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. To find out more about these events and others in the Knoxville, Tennessee area, visit www.thevillageofknox.com. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts or opinions on topics or issues, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. I look forward to hearing from you. Also make note, I'm still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. And I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens as well as Hometown Heroes. If you are interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business. Once again, we've come to the end. But don't forget... Help me celebrate Hometown Heroes and T's Top Teens by sending me a message on social media or visiting www.talkingwitht.com to nominate good people doing good things. You can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, or Radio. Look out for new shows each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is a spiritual experience of living every moment with love, grace, and gratitude. Dennis Waitley. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.